0: People to be able to opt into doing the right thing without incurring the cost of that. It creates a cleaner marketplace, and frankly, it's just an easier way to get up every morning and be motivated.
1: Hi, I'm Megan Fee, and this is GRC and Me, where we interview industry thought leaders in governance, risk, and compliance on hot topics, industry-specific challenges, trends and outlook in this space. Hi, my name is Megan V, and this is GRC and Me. On today's episode, we speak with Brian Clark. Brian is the founder of Ascent, a reg tech company redefining the industry and a trusted partner of LogicGate. So during our conversation we talk about his experience as a practitioner, what drove him to create Ascent, what inspires him And we'll talk about this concept of AI. What is it? And how can one leverage AI in regulatory compliance to add value to your business? You may be surprised when we talk about his favorite AI technology. And now, here's my conversation with Brian. Welcome to the show, Brian.
0: Hey, good morning. How are you?
1: I'm well, thank you. All right, let's start off. Will you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself mm-hmm. and what led you to launch Ascent?
0: Yeah, it's really a story of kind of two sides of the same issue. I was a regulator in post-financial crisis so 2008, really in a lot of the derivatives markets, you know, a lot of these structured products that were increasingly getting regulated after the 08 crash. Um, and I did that for a number of years before flipping over and actually being a chief compliance officer in general counsel. So I kind of sat on both sides of being a regulator and then getting regulated. And what struck me along the way is the amount of knowledge work that was being done by firms having to follow the rules. Things that weren't necessarily value-add in checking, ultimately compliance, updating procedures, really protecting the firm was a lot of that knowledge analysis of all the laws, all the regs. And I was spending countless hours doing that. There was one particular morning I remember waking up at four o'clock, 4 a.m. wondering what did I miss? what has happened that I don't know about? And then consequently, what has changed that I don't know about? And that used to keep me up all the time. So that was kind of the problem set that led to ascent in and of itself. I think the second piece of it is when we look at technology's opportunity, it really makes markets more efficient. And regulation and law has become a little bit of a barrier to entry for a lot of folks. And I don't necessarily think that's how Really, our capitalistic system intended it. Law is supposed to protect people. It's supposed to support proper competition inside the sandbox. And the fact that rules and regulations were being used to kind of change that approach and and build moats wasn't something that I thought was good for the marketplace and ultimately us as consumers of financial services. And so those two things really drove the initial genesis of ascent. Uh, and, and as we say internally, it's just about doing the right thing.
1: Yeah, that's. I just like to hear that you had that practical industry experience. You lived it and you you lived the pain of it. And so I've heard you have conversations with fellow risk and compliance officers and speak about the challenges that they're facing and you you've been through it. So you put that learning into practice to develop this technology that really does help to address those challenges. So Cool, thank you for grounding us in just your background and what led you to the company. And now every day, what is inspiring you or where do you get your inspiration in this industry?
0: So I think it goes back to that doing the right thing, right? And there's a lot of kind of superfluous context, you know, AI, you know, this sort of technology, right? But at the end of the day, the problem we're solving is to help people who want to follow the rules, follow the rules in a much cheaper, much more efficient, much more streamlined way. We want people to be able to opt into doing the right thing without incurring the cost of that. It creates a cleaner marketplace. And frankly, it's just an easier way to get up every morning and be motivated. That's a big function of why, when you can align kind of your economic purpose with your ethical purpose, it, it makes for a lot of fun going to work every day. That's
1: awesome. And we talk about, especially in today's climate where we're. Working in a virtual way, and we're working long hours. This is already a grueling endeavor to understand these obligations and apply them to your business, and so it's also about just taking care of each other, right? It's like knowing that your peers and the compliance or the legal department are having to go through this effort. It's, uh, it's just a lot of work, and just everyone's trying to do more with less. So yeah, if you can help people put hours back in their day to other critical activities, then that's just a win-win-win. So cool. And um, so you talked about AI and why, in your opinion, do you think AI is relevant to regulatory compliance?
0: Yeah, great question, and, and I think the right question, because oftentimes it gets batted around as a common kind of marketing buzzword or, you know, especially in the entrepreneurship circles, a big thing of fundraising. And at the end of the day, it's a tool. It's a technology, just like personal computing, just like cloud computing, big data, whatever these buzzwords are. At the end of the day, is what technology do you need to solve the problem? And the problem that we have in red compliance is twofold. It's volume and it's complexity that's how humans process information that generates knowledge work. And that's what I was doing previously. Computers have long since solved the volume problem, right? Computers can process tons of information at very fast speeds. The problem is a lot of the knowledge work that we do as knowledge workers uh, is more variable. And this is kind of a really foundational to folks in the AI space is what's called the variance bias trade-off. So you've got this thing that you're doing over and over, but it's sufficiently different every time that you can't just tell a computer to do it. And that's where the AI comes in, is we've trained an AI that is focused specifically on regulatory compliance, on making sure it can analyze all of this data in a healthy, what we call bottom-up way. And, And we can dive into some of the math behind it if you'd like, but ultimately, the purpose is it captures the variance, it captures the differences, and it can then automate that work to allow us to serve our clients with the volume that they need. Otherwise, you'd be spending tens of thousands of hours, you know, unending amounts of, of people you'd have to bring in to solve this problem, and there aren't enough hours in the day. So we use AI because it's necessary and it's the
1: right tool for the job. And lean into technology when it can do that for you, right? Like lean into the ability to save yourselves time. But also I love what you do at a set. You just cut out the noise. You know, there's so much yeah. noise that may not apply. And I feel like you and I hear it all the time. Clients are like, or our folks in the industry think, what matters to me and which of the items we need to address now. And like you said, you know, you're looking and sifting through regulations. And
0: it's a great point. I mean, you look at, I think, kind of look at this in decade cycles, right? And 30 years ago, it was just, I just want data. I just want to see data. And then last decade, it became, okay, I want insights on my data. Give me some insights. And now it's about how do I eliminate all that and actually generate the knowledge that I need to do my job, right? So we're just, moving down that evolutionary chain. And I think people confuse insights and knowledge a lot, where it's, oh, here's all the data, you can just see everything. Well, you do two things when you provide insights. Number one, you make more work for people because they've got everything and they've got to go through everything. You haven't actually cut out any of the noise, as you said. And number two, you can increase people's liability because you're giving them stuff that they don't have time to review. And so what we've really focused on at Ascent is saying, we're going to get rid of all that. We're going to focus you where you need to be. Um, But I think that's one of the benefits of true AI uh, as well.
1: And I think you kind of just addressed my question. I was going to ask you, like, how does AI play a role in the future of reg and reg tech? So you really spoke to that, you know, distilling down and serving up what is relevant at the relevant time, et cetera.
0: Yeah, and that's definitely like the majority of it. There's kind of an underpinning that I think we share periodically that is useful to talk about. If you think about a factory, right, a factory having a bunch of stations that previously were chaired by people building that device or that thing, right, call it a car, right, at each station. And if you look at a Tesla factory now, it's actually 100 stations of machines. And I think we're seeing knowledge work going the same way incrementally right? Mm -hmm. Where you used to generate some piece of information, some piece of knowledge. Now the machines are helping support the person to do that, right? It doesn't get rid of the people at all. People are more important than ever, but it's allowing people to unlock their potential and their time to focus on different activities. And so the machines, the AI are just machines in our digital factory of producing this knowledge set. And that approach has really borne well for us, for our clients, but I think it's the trend in the future of work regardless.
1: And now you just spoke to it, but for organizations who are considering leveraging AI for compliance, mm-hmm. how would you recommend that they look at the value? You just kind of mentioned it there. It yeah. kind of allows them to shift to you know, time on these text tasks to more mission-critical activities, but describe to folks how should they, th- they thinking about, you know, justifying the value or just even understanding the value that AI could provide for their compliance efforts?
0: Yeah, certainly. So I, I think the first thing for justification of any value is like, what am I gaining from this, right? And we talked about that a moment ago. You have to actually be gaining some sort of time savings or efficiency. And where we don't see that, let's talk about what it's not first. Uh, I think one of the Judge Learned Hand, one of my favorite judges, said, you know, I'll know it when I see it, right? Um, And so when you look at what AI can do and what it can't do, when you're getting tons of data dumps, when you're getting overloads of information, when it's not actually getting you down to what matters, that's not AI, that's search. And that's a different problem set, right? And that has some wonderful uses. But oftentimes, those two things get confused. And it's really important to make sure that if you're trying to winnow down and actually create a knowledge output of some kind, some specific detail, that's where AI is really useful. So when there's sufficient complexity and there's a high volume and something where you want to have that computer assistance to save that 90 95% of the time, that's where it's going to be deployed. In reg compliance, you know, we do that in this space. We see it in a number of other spaces in reg compliance. And I think in knowledge work in general, it's areas that are a lot of volume. Sufficiently complicated, but not so complicated that you can't train an algorithm to execute that work.
1: Okay, great. Well, that really helps us to think about, you know, within our organizations, how do we start those conversations and how to think about what does the day to day look like today? And then how could life look differently, you know, if we leverage some of this AI technology? So I'm sure you've heard a lot of success stories in your experience at Ascent, but what is the greatest or your most favorite? Success story that you've heard from those working in compliance and risk?
0: Sure. So uh, there's one project in particular that kind of really kicked us off a couple years back. Yeah. That was uh, with two of the global banks and with the FCA out of London. Yeah. And they had spent about 1,800 hours analyzing just one law and kind of the pieces of that law. And that was it. Not changes, nothing else. Just what do we have to do from this law? And they had a working group, it took them three months, and we estimated it was about eighteen hundred hours of work of, of, okay. of highly valuable knowledge workers, right? That's yeah. one law. And so we were I was walking around on my laptop at the time and you know, pressed a couple buttons and it pushed the same output out and that took about two minutes. And what was interesting about it is we actually found errors the regulator made because one of the things about AI is in order, you know, the AI is like 5% at the end, right? You got to structure the data, you got to get all the information in the right format in the right place. And we found errors that the regulator had made because of that. So whenever you standardize and automate, it's a much cleaner process. And so not only did we show this enormous value for just one law at a obviously an order of magnitude time and cost savings, uh, but we also were able to identify errors from the regulator. And I think it was really productive for all parties across the board to say there's some opportunities here to do this better, faster, cheaper, and usually you only get to pick two of those. In our case, we were able to show you can do all three of them.
1: That's amazing. And I'm sure a lot of folks who are listening to this are thinking, that's just one law. We have to abide to five, six, seven, ten, nineteen, twenty 10, different right. requirements. And that is, you know, I'm sure a lot of you are thinking like, Thinking up those the thinking about the hours, the FTE mm-hmm. resources that you either have or don't have, and it's on you in the after hours that you're doing this, like Brian's experience. So, um,
0: well, it's a great point. If you take that top down approach, right, you're going to have gaps, and if you try to take that bottom up approach, you're not going to have hours in the day. And so, the only way to solve this problem is with technology.
1: Yes, awesome. Well, Brian, thank you so much for sharing with us and the listeners your kind of founder story what led you to develop this awesome reg tech really adding value to people day in and day out and you talked about ai gave us a lot to think about as far as justification and considerations for our own business and then uh, you really just talked about the value of technology so i've got a fun question for you we always like to round out our interviews with something uh, so we can get to know you a little bit better so right. ai is awesome technology is awesome you are, you know, you are an efficient guy. I know you. What is your <laughs> best or your favorite, whether it's technology gadget or AI type of app, anything you use in your personal mm. life? And you just have loved. can't imagine your life without it. What, mm. What's one? that helps
0: you. I'm going to give you a very 2021 answer because it comes after yeah. 2020. Yeah. And this may surprise you because I am a super techno, forward thinking kind of futurist in that way. Yeah, yeah. My favorite thing is probably my paper planner and journal. Because when you think about what technology does, it increases the volume of everything. You can have everything in a little thumb drive, like everything in yeah. the world. And what it doesn't do is require you to use your forward thinking brain, your human brain about analyzing and creating context and distilling information. And I think about that a lot in the context of machines, but as humans, we have this unique ability to do things that machines can't. And so I love that kind of paper process, very simple, very straightforward, very clean ability to focus is how we are allowed to use all these technologies to get us to that point. So, probably not an answer you expected, but uh, I was going to say that. I love that. And I'm sure a lot of us can relate
1: who's listening to this. So, yeah. Brian Clark, thank you so much. Uh, we have a lot to think about, and we're excited to to learn more and see what's coming with Ascent and Lunch for Cloud. So always again a pleasure. For us. Thanks, Megan. Yes, take care. Cheers. My name is Megan Fee. Thank you for joining us on another episode of GRC and Me.